welcome to the Prigya Arora show where we discuss law, entrepreneurship and innovation with people who have been there and done that. My name is Prigya Arora, founder of PL Legal, an intellectual property law firm in India. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Gunther, Gunther Martin. He is a business and IP enthusiast and he is an also a permanent WIPO observer. Welcome, Gunther, on the show. Thank you, Prigya, for having me. Great. So, Gunther, uh, though I know your story because we have had a conversation before, but to our audience, can you tell us your story and how did you become the person you are today? Okay, thank you. Uh, I am uh, from Hamburg University, graduated in law, back in uh, 82, 84, so there are two law degrees there. And uh, soon after, I must say, I left Hamburg for good and uh, I traveled a bit around the world. Uh, I was an I IP lawyer in the, uh, in the beginnings in Munich. Uh, and then soon after, after a, a uh, competition at the European Union, I joined the European Union as legal advisor in Brussels, and then I went to uh, Alicante, where a decentralized agency exists, the European Union Intellectual Property Office, and then, uh, well, it became my, uh, my passion uh, to look into IP even further, now from the government uh, aspect. And later, I became diplomat in these IP matters, and my last post, post was in China, in Beijing, in the European Union Embassy, for five years, where I traveled around all uh, China for conferences, mostly a speaker on European IP, government-to-government -government, uh, negotiations took place, GI agreements was uh, being negotiated, and uh, uh, we had working groups and higher-level groups with ministers of, well, uh, all around IP, I would say. And, uh, well, it gave me uh, an outlook on what is European IP covering all of them, all okay. of the aspects of uh, the IP, uh, as you know, in China, everything uh, on IP is putting on the table, uh, whether it is copyright, whether it's patents, whether it is trademarks, whether it is GIs, whether it is um, uh, plant varieties or whatever. Uh, so I had to uh, be uh, uh, to acquire expertise a bit uh, on everything in Europe. And now, uh, after retiring as a diplomat, well, uh, what what do I do uh, with my with my knowledge? Is anybody interested in it? I don't know. Well, I uh, I made a kind of trial and put out an IP channel on YouTube, uh, which covers well European IP, but in a way uh, that it is not encountered by me in uh, in well, in all the world where I have uh, traveled around, which is linking, and uh, I think your channel here is making a good complement to it, uh, or a good fit at least, mm -hmm. uh, which is that uh, the uh, business and IP is very much uh, linked, which is uh, not very much foreseen by the people involved, because yeah. one, one are lawyers, which, uh, which do not have much interest in uh, other business than their own, uh, which is their, their bills, 
and uh, the other part is uh, the business who has not much interest in technicalities like uh, like IP. So this is for the guys uh, which are there in uh, the, the law guys, but not really the business guys. So they don't meet each other, although both is very much intertwisted. Absolutely, Gunther. So it's so interesting to know your journey because uh, I believe you have seen IP and the rise of IP in various past parts of the world and then you're back again to Europe and I think the journey would have been great because there, they, though we have a similar base of IP in each country still the national laws vary from place to place so I think what a journey and today because we specific uh, specifically speak about business and IP as you just shared so I think we should start with the policy level, like the policies which companies should have and how business and having an IP policy in a company can be of advantages to the company. Well, let me uh, let me put a step back if you, uh, if you want me to uh, make a broad approach uh, on Hello. this. Uh, what uh, we have, and I, I said about the intertwisting between the law and uh, the business, we have uh, the, the business guy, which is not much interested in one, and the yes. law guy, not much interested in uh, the other, meaning... Uh, that why should they be interested in one right. and the other? And I want to a bit uh, more elaborate on that part. There is uh, the actual situation today, I would say that uh, you find it very current, that in a balance sheet, 70% of the assets are intangibles. Okay. And with intangibles, I would say it is about the goodwill, uh, which is the big part of this intangibles, meaning that, uh, not anymore, like uh, 100 years ago, there was about uh, assets, warehouses and, and cars and, uh, you know, the, the production facilities, which made up uh, all the assets on the balance sheet. It is more about intangibles. And these intangibles, if, uh, if you have something which is making up some 70% of your balance sheet, uh, you as a business owner, uh, you should take care of it. Would you agree? So this is uh, an important uh, issue to be taken care by the by the business owner, but is often not very much regarded as uh, what it is about. Okay. Now let me let me put in a different example. If uh, you as an individual are insulted by by somebody by somebody you don't like, what would you do? Uh, often you would sue them, right? Because yes. it is, you know, uh, you are insulted. It is your person. Information. And, uh, you would insult it. Now, uh, let's uh, translate this into business terms. So when you have a counterfeiting uh, yeah. uh, agent, uh, which uh, is against your products or so, uh, that is a kind of insult onto your reputation. And making the link with 70% yeah. to your assets well, uh, that is something uh, to, to be taken care of. Uh, it is, although not much seen by business owner like that, but it should be seen like that in order to get them on board and see the real danger and the passion they should have about uh, the business. Okay. 
Now, the, uh, the part uh, where uh, the business is important, the IP is important for business, that was your uh, question about. Yeah. Well, uh, the first thing uh, to, to think about uh, the different jurisdiction, which you also mentioned, it is true that uh, jurisdictions all around are, are, are different, but on the other hand, they have commonalities, as you mentioned, like, well, the TRIPS agreement, uh, uh, 1994, I believe, uh, was adopted, but even before, we have uh, the, uh, the, the Bern uh, Treaty, the, the Paris Convention, etc. So there's just hundreds, uh, 120, uh, 140 years ago, uh, where this has already been established. Getting. Uh, Lisbon, Lisbon Agreement on GIs. Well, there is a lot of international agreements, meaning that uh, what is a trademark is seen a bit in the same way in China, in Argentina, or in Australia, although that is very far away one from the other, culturally and geographically. Yeah. Meaning that uh, if a business owner, and that is uh, the first takeaway of a business owner, want to know about uh, about IP, and it should now, by now, <laughs> by now, it should have a curiosity to look into it. Uh, he should not be afraid uh, to have the different jurisdiction uh, being in the middle. Uh, if uh, I don't want the business owner to have the hundred percent knowledge of an IP lawyer, that is not okay. uh, is not what uh, what they want. Uh, they will never achieve it and they don't want it or the other way around. I don't want the IP lawyer to exactly know the, uh, how to function, operate a business uh, from, uh, from, you know, from distance. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> if the, uh, the business owner, it gets a rough idea on the different uh, instruments he has at his disposal in the IP portfolio, so to say, uh, then uh, he will be uh, an equally important interlocutor. So uh, speak, uh, be able to speak with uh, somebody in IP lawyer in China or in uh, Argentina or in Australia. Yeah. So uh, he doesn't need uh, to be afraid of that every time he enters a new jurisdiction, something will change and uh, he has to start all over from something okay. different. No. Uh, the fact that uh, the uh, IP and business is going together is precisely these treaties we have on the international level. Yes. So it has been seen in the beginning uh, that we need to harmonize IP law across the board because otherwise we will not have any business. And now the, a second takeaway uh, I think is important as well for the business owner. I'm focusing a bit on the business owner because it is uh, important. Yes. I will come to the lawyers within a moment. Yeah. But um, uh, on the business owner, it is important for them to understand that if uh, he or she wants to have a business and making scale to scale the business, to going up in the revenue uh, stream and making more products, selling more products or services, uh, then uh, he should know this is only possible with uh, IP. Penny. So it is a kind of a basic layer. On top of it, the business is being built. So yeah. if you put, if you take away uh, the the basic layer, then the business naturally will fall 
new to gravity. And why is that? Well, uh, the consumer needs a certain identification with regard to uh, the business if they want to repeat. Uh, they repeat the uh, the experience of having bought something which is considered to be good. Now, that is the, the trademark or that is uh, the trade name or the trade dress or it is, well, all about IP. At mm-hmm. the end, uh, if uh, the same uh, trademark you have or name, uh, not independently on IP, if the same name you use for uh, producting your business, uh, others can use it as well. So you find both names on the on the shelf, and which one is the good one? It's uh, they show all the same characteristics from the outside. Which one is the good one? The consumer just doesn't know. So scaling up business, if you want to say, sell, grow, grow your yeah. business, you need uh, to take advantage of the instruments of intellectual property, which are put at your disposal worldwide uh, for all to see. Now, uh, how can uh, the IP help it? It can also destroy, I would say. So IP can destroy your business if you're doing uh, the wrong moves. Absolutely. Uh, Meaning that uh, in IP, you have a cost factor, which can be quite important. Uh, You think of patents, uh, which uh, can consume a lot of uh, resources over time. It starts with a little, but it becomes, <laughs> it becomes big at the 20-year end of the, of the story. Yes. But uh, it can, uh, so it can destroy you if you uh, choose it to protect wrongly. Correct. Now, you need uh, to have a business strategy first, that is clear. So without a business strategy, you can't do business, right? You need uh, to establish your business model and a strategy how to come to certain goals you uh, put yourself out for. Uh, and then, and that is the point here, the intertwisting element, Clearly. the IP strategy must be based on the business strategy. Absolutely. So it has to take into account the business strategy. And uh, the... Uh, the, uh, otherwise, if uh, you know uh, a business goes there and the IP strategy protects you there, well, uh, it yes. may be destroyed by cost issues or by infringement issues, which you do not have any control over. So it is an important issue that the lawyer has an idea about the business uh, strategy, which is in the mind of the business owner, of the entrepreneur. Okay. Otherwise. Uh, and often it is the case uh, that an uh, uh, entrepreneur comes to, your, mm-hmm. comes to your practice and says, well, I want this trademark to be protected. And, and, and uh, the IP lawyer says, okay, I will do it. And that was uh, for three minutes, uh, some, some data is collected and, uh, and that's it. I think that is not the right way to deal yes. with IP and business together. It must be uh, that you want a holistic uh, strategy Absolutely. and it's not up to, up to the business owner. It should not be up to the business owner to decide on the IP strategy. That is not his his business, right? His business is to create uh, turnover and, and sales. So uh, what uh, is needed is a complement of both capacities, capabilities uh, coming together. And then once uh, uh, a business strategy is clear to the IP guy, then uh, it can be uh, 
the uh, you know the evaluation can become with risk and reward uh, with regard to uh, the future of the business and the protecting of the IP strategy. Now the bad news is that there is no uh, no one fits all IP strategy as yes. there are multiple uh, business strategies around the yes. world. So you may have a strategy to uh, have a local market and, and a restaurant, or you may have a strategy of of, uh, of selling services uh, around the world, or uh, you want to have a short-term goal with, uh, with selling some uh, some invention to, uh, uh, to to sell out uh, to uh, your invention to, to or you want a long-term innovation strategy or you're in telecommunication or you are in, in, in the fashion brands where you know uh, different IP rights intervene or uh, you may uh, and this is also comp um, um, a, an issue which often is not being uh, addressed in public but everybody should be aware of is that there's a complementary of, uh, of different IP instruments at the mm -hmm. disposal of the, uh, of the business owner or the IP lawyer in order to, uh, to have a strong business uh, uh, protection. Yeah. Now, uh, the, <clears throat> uh, the complementarity uh, may have an increase in 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 money so uh, the the cost issue which is the mm -hmm. one probably which is mostly applied from the business angle Penny. oh it costs me a lot oh this is, uh, <laughs> this is terrible and now i have every jurisdiction it would yeah. be nice we have one patent for the whole world that would be and uh, you know they are talking about the global government perhaps one day we will have that uh, <laughs> Uh, that would be bad news for lawyers. Do you agree? <laughs> yes, still, definitely. <laughs> but still, the business owner they will be uh, they will be happy to have uh, this uh, this possibility. Uh, so the cost issue, which is their main angle with regard mm -hmm. to uh, to uh, to IP approach, so to say, that is their IP, uh, IP approach, is uh, is wrong. Uh, it yeah. is not about. Uh, the absolute cost. Oh, it cost me, I don't know, so many money or so many percentage or whatever. Uh, that is the wrong angle. What is the protection I get? I think that is the, uh, the, the, the right question. And uh, uh, is there a better efficient way, so a less costly way, in order to get the same protection? That would be the right question to the lawyer. And, uh, so uh, I would say if uh, if somebody comes to you, I want uh, I want uh, this trademark or this patent uh, you file for in uh, I don't know in the European uh, Union that will be possible uh, very soon as a global title so the, the, yes. the unitary patent. So if that is uh, what uh, is the only discussion among uh, you as a lawyer and your client. I think uh, that is not enough. That gives at, at the end a bad service Penny. to your Penny. and probably also a bad service to you because yes. you are not able uh, to hold your to bind your client to you because you know its business strategy and yeah. you are the one 
you are the only one who can understand what is best for its uh, for your client. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gunther, I'll step uh, in between here because I think we, we'll uh, just reiterate few points which you just mentioned and probably take it from there. I love the way that you mentioned that IP acts as a foundation for business. If foundation is weak, we might not be able to grow a business to a extent probably where we want to take it. Second is, I love the way you said that IP strategy works in consonance with business strategy. Like if we draft the business strategy first, then we need to have an IP strategy which complements the business strategy. I think that is very, very important. And some people fail to understand. Like, uh, for example, you were just discussing the importance of IP strategy and why it should be based on a business strategy. Or for example, why if the client comes to us, we should discuss with the client what is the whole business about and then figure out whether what he's filing is correct or not. But sometimes what happens in market generally when business owners or small business owners or SMEs, they approach, they do not have a lot of budget or they think it is a huge investment to, you know, put on IP. And probably at that point, they want to start with one trademark filing or one patent filing and they are not looking at the holistic approach, which sometimes may act against them. And people in the market, the service providers might not just tell them that, you know, this is the approach which is which it because of which you might fail. So if you uh, if you're really consider considering your building products in this area, probably you'll you should have five trademarks. Or if you want to file a single trademark, it's best to file this trademark and not the, not that one. Probably things like this. So do you think it is a good idea to clarify this to the inventors or the any business owner? And do they, second question is, do they accept our approach or sometimes they come with the mindset, okay, if they are telling me to do, do this, probably they are the lawyer who want to earn a lot of money and they do not care about my business. But the thing is other way around. So sometimes are we... Uh, enter into the field with all love and care towards their business and we want to tell them the right strategy but they are not ready to believe us so how do we take care of this situation and we work in you know complement with the business owner well uh, that is a very good question and uh, often you find situation where this is not being uh, addressed correctly correct the fact is uh, that the uh, business owner, the entrepreneur, has a poor understanding of, uh, of IP. Okay. He has probably, uh, uh, he has talked to a peer of his, to a pal, which says, Absolutely. well, uh, the best would be uh, to make a trademark or to make a patent filing or to, to make whatever it is. And that pal, he has all his trust, although not, he has the right knowledge, right? So therefore, he comes uh, to the lawyer and says, I want that because, because I think I'm convinced that is the best way to deal with it. Yeah. But this is the worst <laughs> situation you can imagine. And that's a, that's a bad 
a bad recommendation for yourself to act like this in that, in that situation, although he is convinced of it. How, how to get out of that situation? Very easy. You need to be informed, but you need to be informed about your rights and uh, you need to get a certain knowledge of the IP. Otherwise, uh, you will be at the expense of whatever you hear. You know, uh, yeah. this kind from uh, this happens on the stock market, you know. Uh, uh, you invest in stock market because you hear somebody has told you that is a good, uh, that is a bit like the same thing. Gundan, you're just speaking my heart. This has happened with me, like client coming to me and saying, my friend has told me this, that's why this is right for me. <laughs> and they trust them more than, than you because they don't know you. Yeah. But not, it should not be about trust. It should be about knowledge. So yeah. the, uh, he must have a knowledge. And in order to test you as a lawyer, uh, that you understand his business model and uh, he understands what are your questions or what your approaches with regard to the IP strategy. So the broad picture, he should have uh, a clear idea uh, after coming out from a conversation with you uh, of what it brings to uh, his uh, his business okay. and what the strategy, what is the cost, what is the risk, and what is what is the rewards he, he will get he will get out of it. Okay. So this is uh, about uh, so on my on my channel I uh, I have three levels of, of videos. One is for uh, startups and business owners uh, who want to have just a, a certain idea on IP. And level two would be those who are more interesting in IP, who has uh, also already some IP portfolio uh, consistently uh, being built up. So they need to know a bit more. And okay. then level three, that would be uh, for, uh, for, uh, for IP experts, so to say, for lawyers. That's about case law in okay. Europe on uh, landmark cases, uh, wow. which are important to know for the lawyers. Uh, to advise their client in a correct way. So this is not for, uh, for business. So the, the business owner, they should have a broad picture of what is IP, what can do IP for him, why, why does he need IP, what can happen if there is not any IP, wow. uh, or uh, there is a certain cost for it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. anyway, uh, uh, you talked about uh, the... Uh, the innovators, so the mm. startups and, and those, uh, well, I have a, uh, an idea, an idea, nobody has it and I will do it and uh, I, uh, I will reap uh, a big profit out of it. Really? And um, uh, these are probably not entrepreneurs, that is just a engineer, probably engineer who knows much about um, about these uh, you know innovative items and the engine engineering issues which i don't have any idea about uh, but he knows about a lot of that and focuses on uh, just the business without much thinking about a certain protection uh, if you uh, uh, repass uh, some uh, interesting entrepreneur uh, profiles uh, like was the initial uh, the initial part of was it of uh, of Bill Gates uh, when he founded Microsoft or Apple when he found so there were two or three at the beginning 
uh, and um, uh, there were two or three engineers probably, but uh, only one is left, right? What happened to uh, the others? They didn't understand, they get out of business, but uh, probably there is, uh, they, they didn't uh, saw, uh, they didn't see the, uh, the possibilities uh, fast, fast going forward. And now they are left yeah. with uh, only a sad look in their eyes at uh, the portfolio and at the money of, of Bill Gates or of, 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 <laughs> uh, Jobs is, is dead already, but the hairs of, of Jobs. So, now, uh, yeah. in, interestingly enough, uh, what can be done, so uh, you have a, a client, for example, who is very much innovative, but uh, averted on on cost issues they don't like the cost and uh, they want to avoid at all costs the possibilities uh, of going forward uh, you know the patents that would be the most uh, the costliest so to say uh, item here on the list on the ip list uh, is for innovations right yeah. so any patent any uh, innovation need to have a certain patent uh, you know that uh, in the iphone there are some uh, some 2000 patents or so <laughs> there's a, a whole lot of patents in into it in the telecommunication industry yeah. and uh, and standard essential patents and well that is other issues but uh, uh, what i want to uh, to clarify here is uh, there is a cheap uh, cheap possibility in order to uh, to not go for patents, and that would be a trade secret. Yeah. Now, a secret is uh, not costly in registration fees because you don't need to register it. It is uh, just a, a secret uh, you have. But uh, there are strings which come to it. In a patent, no. It is, uh, you have a patent and, uh, and it is registered there and documented and uh, paid for and valid and whatever. You don't need to take, take uh, much care of. But Fairly. in a trade secret, you need to take care yeah. a lot of it because it is kind of a daily responsibility of you. You can't blame anybody else. Yes. Of you, the uh, in order to uh, maintain its secret and not get into the open, because once it get in, uh, gets into the open, uh, uh, without uh, malicious uh, uh, effects from the other part, but with negligence from your part, uh, to uh, I don't know, to uh, uh, to an annoyed employee or to uh, to a con subcontractor or whatever who comes into your office and gets uh, wind of your. Uh, of your customer list, which could be a, a trade secret, then it is open and uh, it is it is out. Uh, so no damage uh, possibility you have in order to get something back. It is cheap, but uh, it is not so cheap. You should be aware of the consequences. Uh, there's no lawyer behind, there's no registry behind, but uh, there is a possibility if you want to take it uh, in that way as well. Yeah, so Gunther very rightly said that, you know, we have pat patents on one side, then we also have trade secrets in which we do not spend a lot amount of money, but then uh, our responsibility is increased because the pressure is on the business to protect it. So uh, here I would like to ask like people who are starting up with their business or they have a business for, for some time now but they do not have a right ip strategy or they do not have a ip strategy at all so what do you think are the key elements they should put in their right ip strategy when they are framing it so that you know it will save 
help the business growth? Well, uh, in innovative businesses uh, where, you know, uh, everybody is talking about startups, so uh, this is yeah. an, an important issue probably, and uh, you're in India, Florida, uh, <laughs> and uh, there are a lot of uh, things uh, ongoing. Now, uh, the business owner should be aware uh, if it is a startup or so, uh, what they have is money problems that is uh, they have a good idea but they need to develop something they need to show something or they need uh, to get uh, some people in order to get to a kind of product or they need money in order to to pay these people and they don't have the money so they looking about venture capitalists or, or yeah. some uh, some silent partners also in order to 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 have something good now, the, uh, the possibility in order to get these funds, which is needed in order to, uh, to get on the, on the right track and on, on the road to get some, uh, some wind behind you, uh, is uh, that the, uh, the venture capitalist or the silent partner or those uh, which want to sponsor you, they look, uh, uh, they look what IP do you have? Yeah. Because they want a moat. They, they want a moat over over others that's yes. uh, you know uh, they know 90 percent of the uh, startup they will fail and uh, they want to be uh, on the right side of the 10 percent now the 10 percent they have in common uh, that they have a moat over the competition yeah. the moat is that i have this product and you competitor and uh, you another competitor even for another country they cannot uh, use it because it is my own right it is the startup's right, right. And this gives them the possibility in order to uh, to show for something and require the money as a, a, a counter uh, a countermeasure. Uh, so mm -hmm. to get the money in and to get uh, on board the venture capitalist in your own venture. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> if this is the uh, the situation, then the uh, start up need to show for some IP in order to uh, to get uh, this venture capitalist on board, because okay. otherwise they would not be able to uh, to finance uh, the their their own future. Even the banks, if you want from the banks, so what do you have? <laughs> that's what they. Yes. What is your collateral? Uh, that's what they want to know. And if there's an IP, well, you have a collateral. You have something yeah. to show for. Uh, so this is an important thing uh, to have in mind, uh, not for, uh, not really for protection, but for uh, for providing the money in order to <laughs> mm. to have certain lifeblood and uh, get the innovation going. Yeah. Now, uh, at uh, at what point, being you know, leaving aside that point, that that kind of funding. What is it, uh, at what point I should be taking care of uh, IP as a uh, startup? Well, is it the first day that I should file a trademark uh, uh, in order to, uh, to get this done or uh, to make a, uh, I don't know, whatever, a, a <laughs> design application? Uh, because I think I will design uh, that thing and I will put it on paper and, and, and then I make a design application and then I think about, probably not. So it is not uh, that you need to have from the first day of business uh, your IP in place. No, you yeah. don't have a 
business model yet. You don't have a business mm-hmm. strategy yet. You don't have a product yet, probably. <laughs> so it is, it is too early to think about. But the earlier uh, you get uh, the knowledge, it is about okay. the knowledge of IP that you should get. Yeah. The earlier you get about the knowledge of the IP, the better you will manage, you will be able uh, to manage your IP, well, IP strategy, uh, which may be determined by an external lawyer, but in the beginning, probably it is determined by yourself. So yeah. you need to have a broad idea on what are the dangers around on uh, the market. Mm. How, can, uh, how can I avoid to lose mm. uh, my business idea? What is my innovative uh, future product or potential product uh, uh, in order to make the right choices? For example, if you, <clears throat> if you have a, a design, and you think this is a new design, I want to, uh, to go for it, I want to market it, and you show it uh, to, to others, and uh, the other, uh, what the first thing it does, he knows design is very easy to get. Okay. Design is very cheap to get. So I get the, uh, the design and you're lost. You, you, you have lost your design. It's not anymore new. Yeah. There's no novelty in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is a knowledge uh, business owner they should know because yes. it can it can well he can lose everything what he think he think he has for the whole future. That yeah. is my design and uh, this is very unique and nobody mm-hmm. has thought of it ever. Uh, and uh, he wants to have a certain corroboration from a well from a trusted friend if you want again. And, uh, <laughs> turns out to know a lawyer and um, it's gone or with a patent uh, same thing the patent one of the uh, the uh, the requirements for a patent is the novelty right Got it. so they, they don't know that uh, something which is in uh, in Peru uh, in Peru published that yeah. might uh, that might affect your own uh, patent you want to have it in Germany Got it. for example as a prior art, uh, mm. it's considered to be the prior art. So the, these are things, basic things, uh, the big picture, uh, the uh, without without talking to any uh, lawyer any. for its own IP strategy, uh, they should know about first in order to get their own uh, their own uh, uh, way uh, right, and second afterwards. Uh, you have already a certain idea on how to approach it, but you want uh, to talk to a lawyer, to a professional, in yeah. order to see whether this is right, or this is wrong, and, and you have an informed chat because you know about uh, yes. IP, yes. and uh, you can challenge probably one argument or the other argument, or this seems to be flawed for you, and you make... Yes. Uh, you, you, don't, you, want, you don't want a boy to look stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Often in the in the uh, in the university, I was in China. Often university to make some uh, some uh, speaking there, and they never ask questions. And I think they never ask questions because they don't want to look stupid. But well, there are not stupid questions. I always say it, but uh, uh, people feel differently. And when uh, uh, you have 
uh, not uh, sufficient or uh, sound knowledge on uh, certain IP. You know, well, they said the pr uh, professor uh, or the, uh, the lawyer, it says this and that, and you won't, don't want to look stupid to put into question his assessment. That is a kind of a, often, and you have to avoid what is a patient doctor. Correct. The doctor tells you, this is the medicine. And will you question it? <laughs> no, <laughs> you will not. No. Will you look into the into the uh, you know in the prescription and what is inside and uh, yeah. effects, will you look inside? Probably you never do. Mm -hmm. You never do. Uh, and uh, should you do? Probably you should. Yeah. Yes. Probably. Yes. I think people you should know, do for lawyers. their health as well. <laughs> like for health. And this is the health of business. There are good lawyers out there and there are bad lawyers out there. Why why not why not saying it? There are good doctors out there and the bad yeah. uh, doctors out there. And they're good entrepreneurs on the on the market. And there are entrepreneurs which are less uh, less proficient or less good or less passionate or whatever. You know, people are all different. And if you want to sell, uh, you need uh, to take care of uh, the knowledge. It is, is knowledge-based, uh, what, what is the society mm -hmm. about, and uh, which avoid traps in the future is the knowledge about future traps, right? If you know there's a hole uh, within 10 meters, will you tap into the hole? No, you will not tap into the hole. You will go around, right? Yeah. Uh, that's about, that is about the situation here as well. I love the way, Gunther, you explained that even before IP strategy, it is so important to have knowledge on IP for an entrepreneur because sometimes they just miss it. And as we just discussed, they'll take some opinion from their friends who have done something in their business. And then they think to our business also, this is right. Probably we are because we are working in the same domain, but still small, small factors make a huge difference in IP. So having that IP knowledge, I think basics of IP is so, so important for entrepreneurs. Yeah. So Gundar... Yeah. There's one uh, one thing, uh, they should care also about the competition. Correct. So Absolutely. if you have a certain knowledge and you, with your business, you probably know your competitors, uh, what are the strategy the competitors have? Yeah. And that could be a basic idea for yourself. Correct. What, what do they have? So if you want on reputation, if you want something you build... I want, um, you know, something everybody should know, Rolex. I have Rolex in my <laughs> mind and I want to have something uh, being done as well. So that is reputation, right? Reputation yeah. needs a certain strategy on marketing. You know, you have to build up the goodwill in the market, but that is very costly. Uh, and uh, you, but, but you need to, to know it before. Yes, Once absolutely. You do, if you know it, uh, you will avoid uh, things which are coming into surprises, bad surprises in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Avoid bad surprises in the future if you have right IP strategy and IP knowledge in the first place. So, Gunther, now we'll come to your life and questions about you. So, this is our quick rapid fire round before we close down. So, what are three things in life you're grateful for? I'm sorry? Three things in life you are grateful for. What I'm grateful in life? Well, uh, life has treated me 
uh, quite good, I must say. So I, uh, my, my family is naturally the center of my uh, attention now more than uh, when I was uh, in, in action, in real action, uh, professionally. So my, uh, my family was my, uh, my support. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for, for that and uh, I'm happy that uh, I have three children, they have grown up uh, very well, they're married, so they have their own uh, life now, although they, they come visiting me from time to time. So in summer, they were here for <laughs> a full house for a month or so. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for health as well. Health is one of the issues you should uh, be uh, also, always aware of, because without health, well, uh, what, is, what is your quality of life about? And I was... Uh, I'm grateful for having uh, encountered, uh, uh, so uh, uh, having applied an open mind, okay. and having encountered uh, so much people from around the world. So uh, every, from every person you can learn something. And from every person which has a different cultural background, you can learn even more. You can, you know, my life has been questioned. Uh, <laughs> when I was in China, it was turned around. When yeah. I uh, thought, well, in the morning you should, uh, uh, I don't know, you should take uh, intake some uh, milk uh, or coffee or so, uh, then I went to China. That is not the breakfast they, they take there. Yeah. They never, they never take it there. That is the, the first thing they, they tell you, that that is bad for your health, etc. I didn't know that. But I, uh, I was astonished that there is such different... Uh, uh, approach to life uh, which works as well as yours <laughs> yes absolutely so family health and people now we'll come to two traits that you think are useful for a professional career uh, traits yeah traits or habits Anything. traits or habits yeah oh okay so what uh, what is important is to have uh, a certain routine in your life, I think. Yeah. Well, but I applied at least for me. It worked for me. Uh, I don't know whether it works for anybody else. But uh, if it works for me, it uh, there's a good probably probability that it does. So routine in uh, in you know uh, not too much hangover and not uh, <laughs> let it go and, and no addiction and uh, you know you want to improve in your life. You get yes. Uh, you get more knowledge in your life, more, uh, more get to know uh, other people, other approaches, and incorporate them or discard them. Uh, that is your choice afterwards. In, but you, you get to know the choice, operate yeah. the choice. If you don't know what is around there, so you don't operate in choice, you're just saying, well, that is what I know, and that is what I do, and, and that's it. You have to question yourself uh, through uh, through other person's judgments, uh, through, uh, I don't know, through books or through um, uh, conversations or whatever it is, but uh, to challenge yourself in what you think is right. Yeah. And often, and often, <clears throat> you know, uh, we, we, we talk a lot uh, here in Europe about, about the, uh, the information society. And the information society is where you know, the people that get their information from. Okay. We're talking about college here. And uh, the mainstream information, that would be my uh, advice here, 
uh, is uh, not the most reliable one. Yeah. Meaning that uh, you get often into a certain narrative which, uh, well, uh, which, which sounds with you, which connects with uh, your brain, but uh, you don't, if you go deeper, you may challenge that. So yeah. it is uh, the, the good idea uh, for getting the knowledge is not to look at mainstream media and take in what they are telling you. No, it is, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say uh, to make just the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't absolutely. go so far. <laughs> but uh, to challenge what is uh, being uh, repeated about from uh, your friends and conversations and uh, and you think well i have 10 friends and uh, they tend they're telling me the same well they, they come from the same source yeah it comes from the same source so it is only one yes. who's telling you don't make the count like that right wow uh, look at, uh, at different sources of knowledge, uh, which gives you then a more sound uh, possibility of judgment. I love the way you explained that we should challenge every knowledge we gain and every information we gain because they are coming from, from a source. And probably someone, I always believe someone in this universe, not God, but some, some real person in this universe is... <laughs> trying to uh, oper trying to control the way in which i operate so better i should question <laughs> what i am doing well uh, often they are trying to deceive you correct absolutely to deceive you in 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 public because there are interests you know the, the yes. powerful economic interests behind uh, to make a, a thing happen and uh, this powerful interest, uh, economic interest, is badly to be shown in public. So it is uh, hidden behind another narrative which, mm -hmm. which connects with you, but you don't see the reality. Okay, you would living a, a fairy tale if you <laughs> don't know the truth. So the pursuit of truth, for me, is an important issue. Wow, awesome. And one aspiration you have for the future. What is one aspiration? Well, I, I would for for my own future. I uh, just want to carry on what uh, what am I doing? So I wouldn't say <clears throat> I wouldn't expect much of my uh, of my uh, my own future. I'm uh, I'm on the on the way down already. <laughs> I would say it is not not anymore on the way up, but still uh, the uh, the. Uh, I'm I'm on a way uh, to look more into the uh, the uh, the deception uh, general people the the general public I would say general public is you know uh, the uh, the general public is on meaning uh, that uh, the you know the polls the polls right yeah yeah polls or the election polls and so on. The polls, that is uh, something which for me uh, has always sounded uh, strange because uh, the polls are the reflection of uh, the opinions of the people, right? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> uh, the outcome of the polls, there are two manner to come to a desired outcome. One is uh, the, the, to, to, uh, uh, to attack or to 
to manipulate or to uh, to to come to your public mind to modulate your part your thinking so to say uh, that is one thing and the second issue is the question yeah so uh, uh, at the end it is uh, it is something which has been manipulated yes. so we should not take this for granted yeah. so uh, i want to uh, to go a bit more into the into the truth on what is going on on the world on the world stage and if you find out do let us know we'll be happy to know it <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for having me so gunter any final thoughts before we conclude this well it uh, is a, a real pleasure to talk to your audience which is composed of indian mainly but uh, you uh, you may go to globally uh, at a certain moment or it is open well it is youtube it is open <laughs> to uh, to uh, to the world so uh, the entrepreneur is the one uh, who is doing the business okay. who is sustaining uh, sustaining the uh, the country uh, without business the country would not exist so yeah. to say so what uh, we see is a lot of bureaucrats not that i'm against a bureaucrat i was an bureaucrat at a certain moment myself but i think uh, the if uh, more than 50% of uh, the population is in in government posts or so i don't know whether that is the case in somewhere but we are a bit on the way uh, on that uh, i think we are distracting uh, what would be our future so uh, the business should be aware of that yeah. and it should be aware of uh, also the government intervention uh, which should be well which is often uh, not uh, is well uh, thought of uh, so, but uh, in its effect it, it has often the contrary effect or it yeah. creates another problem uh, along the way so uh, this is one thing where i would say uh, to give to the people uh, which have business uh, mm -hmm. to struggle for their business to struggle for the intervention uh, to, for for non intervention of uh, the governments and uh, to uh, you know to to benefit mankind at the end also the lawyers yeah. <laughs> business if the business is uh, flourishing right yeah. they will not have business if the business is out so but we should dedicate more to the business people and uh, get them their merit rather than saying well uh, he has made a lot of money i will tax it yeah absolutely i think aware again i'll say awareness is the key if we have right awareness we'll be able to take better decisions okay yeah <laughs> that's true because because for business owners as well it's all about the awareness they hold and based on that they make their own decisions thank you very much for for being with me and having me thank you gunter thank you so much i'm honored to have you on the show and this session was full of learning for me as well and i'm sure for my audience thank you for your time and your willingness to share my pleasure hey there thank you for attending today's session if you enjoyed today's session do follow our channel and consider sharing it with a friend
माय नेम इज प्रज्ञा अरोरा डॉक्टर ऑफ इंस्पायरिंग पेरेंट्स अलुमना फायटी खडकपुर इंजीनियर टर्न लॉयर एंड एंटरप्रेन्योर एंड नाउ पार्टनर ऑफ पीएल लीगल वेयर वी हेल्प क्रिएटर्स एंड इनोवेटर्स प्रोटेक्ट देयर इंटेलेक्चुअल प्रॉपर्टी थैंक यू